Hello and welcome to the Franchise Growth Pod, a podcast created by the team here at AC Inc. and your resource for all things mindset, franchisee performance, profitability, leadership, marketing, pretty much everything you need to know to get to your next stage of growth. We like to think of this podcast as friends chatting franchising on a rooftop patio over a glass of wine or maybe a whiskey. So if you love action steps, genuine conversations, and growing your business, settle in and let's talk franchise growth. Hello, and welcome back to the Franchise Growth Pod. My name is Belle, Director of Marketing at AC Inc., and I am here today with Mr. Roger Peterson, one of our amazing Franchise Growth Advisors. How's it going, Roger? Good morning, Belle. It's going fantastic as usual. Just another, I'll say, sunny day in Ontario. So <laughs> Amazing. amazing. If you're watching on YouTube. I didn't YouTube, say warm, though. <laughs> no, it's not warm, and it's not warm where I am either, but it actually is um, quite sunny outside where I am as well. So we're we're feeling lucky today, I think, with the sun. How are things going lately? I've got awesome client work you're doing. We've got lots of roundtables going on. What's been up? It's fantastic. You know, just um, always trying to keep the momentum. And I know we're going to be talking about financials and stuff like that today, but it's a habit I don't always talk, uh, don't only talk to my clients about, but I try and live it myself, you know. So keeping the momentum is always key to me. So it's the same, it's like Groundhog Day, but yeah, it's, it's good. I love it. That's awesome. And actually, we were just talking right before we started this episode about um, how both Roger and I are major planners. And uh, I think planning for me and probably for you as well, and the, what we were talking about, I think we're feeling like that's the way to keep momentum. We got to get prepped. We got to be ready. We got to get organized. That's uh, that's kind of the key to keeping things moving smoothly. Right. Absolutely. 100% agree. Um, awesome. Well, the two planners of the AC team, there are some other people that like to plan on the team, but we're right. definitely the planning focused ones for sure. Um, we're going to be coming at you today with an episode all about the power of knowing your numbers. And this isn't going to be an episode where we just talk about like, oh, it's really important to know your numbers. We all know that. We're all aware. We're actually going to be talking a little bit more, Roger. I'm going to be asking you some questions just about um, the work that you do specifically with clients who are looking to get a better understanding of their business and how they're leveraging those numbers, how they're leveraging their financials, their metrics, those, those key data points to actually help improve their business and get just even more confidence in their business. Like cover so many things beyond just knowing numbers and, you know, all of a sudden things go well. There's a whole bunch that goes into it. And I'm going to kind of ask you to walk maybe us through um, a couple examples of what you do with some of your clients that you work with. Um, and you are definitely, I think that goes with the planning topic, actually. We're planners and you are very, very on top of your spreadsheets or spreadies, as Stephen would say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Stephen would go not to hear the word spreadsheet. Spreadsheet, yeah. <laughs> They're like, spready, spready. Taboo, taboo. Yeah, that's so funny. Awesome. Well, I am excited to um, learn from you today. I feel like every single time we do episodes together, I learn so, so much. Every time we're on team calls together, you just have so much wisdom to share, especially in that finance, that knowing your numbers, that um, growing your business through metrics uh, and data way. Um, I'm really curious, when you work with a client, you kind of talked about how tackling financials and numbers and just knowing where a business is at is like the very, very first thing. Like that's the priority. And when, when it comes to, you know, creating that plan and going through and, and really working through lots of other goals, of course, but knowing those, uh, knowing that information is so, so key. So I want to know why 
why is that the case? Like, why have you always kind of gone back to that? And I, we actually, I get reminded all the time with you. I'm like, yeah, I totally do need to go back to that and really set that up first. I like help build the foundation, but I kind of want to know through your experience in franchising and business, like, why is that the thing you always go back to and tackle with clients first? Okay. I mean, it's a perfect way to start this topic off, Bell, because it's very appropriate in the sense that I like to frame it um, for the understanding of people who are maybe not comfortable with their financial or their even their approach to financial. And for me, the approach always comes first. Mm. It's um you'll all you'll probably heard the phrase before about financial health. And what we do at AC Inc. is you know, we try to help our clients. So it's really a diagnostic. So I'll use the analogy of, you know, your own personal health. If I go to a doctor, right, and I say, I want to know, understand my, my health, what the doctor will look at is, you know, really three components, right? It's like, how are you feeling now? How was your baseline in the past? Mm-hmm. And we can do to help you going forward in the future. So now we go back to the diagnostic of financial health. I take that that same approach. I want to know where my client is today, mm-hmm. where they're coming from, to be able to help them and trend for the future. So that's what we talk about financial health. Now, the reason I do that, and you know, many other practitioners do that, is because it gives an insight into you know performance, like health, health-wise. Now, now we're talking financial health, right? performance, operation, and the cash flow of the, of the business. And, you know, you may have heard across the board too that cash flow is the blood of the business. You don't have it, you're not surviving, right? So again, it's key to financial health, right? Now, the statements that we look out, you know, look at, talk about, you know, we look at the revenue and expenses, profitability and debt and those kinds of things. It There are all, you know, indicators again into that you know analogy of health and typically financial health now for me that when you say i always start with a client it's important to consider like i said those three aspects historically you know current and the trends because it tells me so much about the capability of the business Mm -hmm. of what they're achieving and what they want to achieve and how to meet the objectives and how we need to adjust to trend and achieve the anything they're going to want to achieve in the future because we know what their baseline or you know you'll hear others say benchmarks are for the future and lastly like it's a tool that not only we use but like c-level executives investors financiers are going to really analyze you know the business health to be able to invest you know lend and also grow performance and it really ties into everything in the business that you do whether it's you know operational or you know otherwise like financial needs of the business that you want to tap into as well so that's um sort of an overview why you know i really dive into it that way oh my gosh roger i well first of all um i can tell you prepped because you have a freaking analogy that's amazing Um, I live it though. That's <laughs> yeah. That is so. I think that helped me picture that so much better. And you're so right. Like it's. I think sometimes when we use examples like that to explain, because it's not a crazy thing to think that if we look back at where a business has been, where they're at now, we can kind of help project and help understand what the capabilities are in the future. Like that doesn't seem that crazy thing, but even just hearing it in the way of. 
that you were explaining in terms of physical health the same way. It's the same thing. Like we're doing the same thing across the board. I think that just also put in perspective for me how necessary it is, right? Like if you never go get a checkup and you never establish a baseline for how healthy you are as a human, like that, that transfers back to the financials. Like you'd be, you wouldn't be very set up. You're not going to know really what to do to optimize your health moving forward, um, eliminate chances of sickness or all those kinds of things. It's the exact same with financials. If we never go and get a checkup, if we never check in on that health. Like we're setting ourselves up for failure really, because we're not going to have any of that uh, baseline stuff. We're not going to be able to look back on any of the information. Um, and we're not going to be uh, establishing the steps to kind of move forward in the best way. So I really love that example. I think that's so, so key. When it Absolutely. comes to the work you do with clients, um, do people, are people into checking in on financials? And I, I love your thought on like the approach to financials is a big part of this, like your mindset around it, how you think about it. Um, do you find that has to be kind of worked on first? Like, do we have to kind of go through why this is important? Like, do you ever get any pushback? I know that every once in a while, if I haven't looked at my, you know, financial statements, I get a little stressed and I'm like, okay, I really right. need to look at it. Um, although let's be real. I'm, I, I love a financial statement. You can hear it in my voice. Right. <laughs> but Yeah. I mean, for me, it, it is, it, it is an exciting thing because you find out many things and a lot of times people find out they're healthier than they think. Right. Oh, but it's, um, also a very sensitive topic, right? It's like you go into the doctor, you don't want to hear you know, from the diagnostic, I'm not as healthy as I think I was. So it can be very sensitive. Yeah. Um, my starting point is always, you know, we're not going to take a micro approach. So we're not going to start with surgery. We're going to start with like the holistic things. And if they don't want to dive into their numbers, you know, what? just starting with an overview. So it's not, you know, um, too confounding or too cumbersome that you know, they're looking at all these numbers and they don't understand why. So we always start with the macro approach and say, okay, how is your general health? Let's talk about that first. And then we start to zone in and say, okay, again, it's a diagnostic. Like if you go to your doctor, okay, we find a pain point. Let's look at this a little closer. And, you know, we all, at AC, I think we always talk about pain points and then we start to dig in. So I'll, I'll, sort of take it a little off track, but you'll see how health means everything to um, financial. So let's say we find out like labor costs are super high. Well, you may think this is an operational thing, but it's also a financial thing. So they're linked together with the health of the business. So we're saying, so now we start to zone into that pain point and say, okay, your financial health is tied to your labor, which is operations. Let's start to get into the micro of that and go from there. So. Once the client starts to understand these things, then they start to understand of why we need to do that diagnostics to be able to free up capital and cash flow. Because again, cash flow is the blood to be able to get to whatever goals they want to in the future. So once yeah. they start to understand that, they're good. And that's so key too. And we see this a lot when we're helping um, field coaches uh, communicate effectively about financials statements, digging into numbers with franchisees, right? It's the not viewing numbers as this big scary thing um and you know even when there's initial training franchisees often haven't you know maybe they don't fully understand their PL right off the bat and they kind of need a little bit of extra coaching on that or maybe they haven't um, been keeping up as much on their bookkeeping or whatever that looks like um i think i like your um 
your vote of confidence that uh, sometimes you look at them and you're actually a lot healthier than you think you are. And then, as you said, you actually then have the tools to go after the goals that you have for your business, for your life. Um, and I think that's really, really important to remember. Like these numbers are actually, they're just numbers. And the whole focus is so that we can improve the business, improve the operations, improve the sales so that we can grow the business, um, work less in the business maybe. Like it goes after these bigger, more life goals or, or business goals rather than it be, be just about the numbers, if that makes sense, which I really, really right. think is important to, to touch on. I want to give our listeners some uh, tangible takeaways in terms of reviewing numbers. And when we're talking about effectively doing that diagnostic and looking at those numbers in your business, what are some just tips or advice that you would give? Like you've done this with lots of franchisees, franchisors, um, business owners in general. What are some tips and advice for how you would re recommend doing it in a way that works? Um, like in a way that is truly going to kind of be helpful. I think first off, my key takeaway from something you said earlier would be thinking about the approach of it rather than just going, okay, let's look at your numbers. Like it is a sensitive topic and some people have maybe some different feelings around it. So really taking a more sensitive approach. Um, I know that's a big takeaway for me in, in already what you've said, but if there are some other things maybe that would be helpful um, to share in terms of going over numbers um, in, a, in a way that's going to work really well. Right. So there's a couple of things that come to mind, like when I'm coaching or advising somebody on, you know, how to look at their financial. And I mean, I always take it from a standpoint of it not being an overwhelming task, right? So the first thing for me is like plan, 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 plan. You have to know where you want to get to, to be able to, to make the numbers be effective or look effective of what you're trying to analyze so plan where do you want to go like where do you want to go with your health do you want to lose 10 pounds do you want to lose 20 pounds like so you have to plan for that first and now let's take a snapshot of where you are now the next question to that would be like your point right now is how do i do that right i'll always start with the macro take it simple so again cash flow planning is huge and when I say start with the macro, start with the big items, big the big line items, the top line item, which they call revenue and the bottom line item, you know, expenses and gross profit or loss. When you start with those simple things, you start to see trends like, okay, is there um, any dips in revenue? Is there cycles that happen in your business? And this is just coming from like two line items. But once you start to see that, you can see if you're on track or off track. Now, as you get more comfortable, then you start to add things into that and say, okay, well, now I can add in labor costs, of cost of goods sold and those types of things. And then you start to become more comfortable with it. But I mean, the big thing is being able to see trends and really being able to analyze if and when you're falling off track so you can keep on track with your goal. And, you know, really, again, about the health of your business. Last, the last part of that I'll say is, you know, consistency, consistency, and, you know, as a planner, consistency, consistency in reviewing on a consistent basis that will give you that the ability to identify problems in a timely manner. You don't want to have a problem happen in February, let's say, and then, you know, you're analyzing, you say, oh, I have time in June and you're way off track. Mm -hmm. So consistency and timing in, you know, identifying these things to keep on track with your planning is key. So, yeah. Oh gosh, that's so valuable. There's like three super big tangibles right there. Um, last question I have, and this is mostly just a curiosity. So um, 
when it comes to how you're looking at these numbers, is is this just looking at kind of your statements that out of your system, maybe you use a accounting system that's, if I'm a franchisee, maybe I use one that's provided as a preferred vendor, or maybe I have my own that I've been looking at. Um, do you recommend spreadsheets, just like a simple Google sheet? Like, how do you kind of recommend starting to look at it or starting to map it out just using the, the tools that are already available to you? Is there like spreadsheets that people can kind of put together that make the most sense? Um, obviously, it'd be awesome if we could all have you just, you know, help us with that because you make the most amazing spreadies. <laughs> but, um, but I'm curious in terms of like looking at these numbers, what's the best way to kind of do that? Is it just using, again, those tools that are available? Right. So, I mean, as a business owner, you probably do have some sort of tool that you're using, like QuickBooks or something similar. Uh, again, for me, it's really diving into those lines um, mm -hmm. because they will pull out those lines for itself. Spreadies are good, too. I love a good spready. And again, if you're from whatever system you're using, and sometimes a lot of these businesses have customized systems, mm -hmm. is mainly to become familiar with your line items. Okay. Now, the other part of it is if you have franchisees, you want to make sure that these line items are consistent, that you're not categorizing differently, you know, across different units and across your head office. So you're able to analyze appropriately. And I'll always say to that is garbage in, garbage out. So you can put in a line item as, you know, let's say um, weight, and I'll put it in as, you know, um, heart health. and we're trying to analyze the same thing as like how healthy are we, but we're looking at two different metrics. Mm. So being able to have apples to apples and consistency in putting in and, you know, really becoming familiar with the tools that you already have in place as a business owner. Again, yeah. it's not to overwhelm yourself, start with the big line items and then go from there. And lastly, I'll say to that, the two things I would say like to not overwhelm is cash flow statements and profit and loss. Those are the two big things you want to look at when you talk about balance sheets and some of those other things that, you know, probably you want to have an accountant look at unless you're really comfortable. Start with the other two first and get comfortable with that. Oh my gosh, Roger. I love these chats. I've already taken away so many. I'm actually taking notes as we're chatting here because this is all so valuable. I absolutely love going over um, this kind of stuff with you. I um, Unfortunately, we do have to finish up today, um, but I am so, so excited to put this episode out. I think it's going to be super, super valuable from that coaching perspective, um, from the business owner perspective. Um, I just, I'm really, really excited for people to get a hold of this. Thank you so, so much for coming on the Franchise Growth Pod today. No, love it. Anytime, Bell. It's always good hanging out with you. And, you know, last thing I'll say about it is stay healthy. Stay healthy. Oh my gosh, cute. I love a financial tagline. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, thank you so much uh, for all of you who are listening. We so, so appreciate all of the listeners to the Franchise Growth Pod. Um, if you haven't yet, please do leave us a rating and review wherever you stream your podcast. Helps us so much with getting the podcast out to more and more franchise folks. Um, if you have not joined the AC Roundtable community yet, um, we have two free roundtables, the established franchisor and the emerging franchisor um, that you can join weekly. We've been running them for three years. They're peer-to-peer, -peer, they're collaborative. Roger and I are on a lot of them. So you can come hang out with us um, and you can get all the details for that and actually get your spot at um, either one at angelacote.com slash roundtables. So thank you all so much for listening and go be awesome.